Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to our regular listeners. For the benefit of anyone new, this is the 49er Faithful UK Show. It's week four and we are approaching the quarter wear mark. In the wee early hours of Monday morning, we come up against the winless Philadelphia Eagles. On tonight's show, discussing the matchup, we have Najee Carrar, Gareth Ellis and Connor Stroud. Good evening, fellas. Good evening. Evening. Good evening. So, Connor, do you want to tell everybody where you were from, how long you've been a Niners fan and why you chose the Niners? Uh, yeah, so I'm from Tamworth uh, in the Midlands, um, but I'm based in York at the minute. Um, I became a Niners fan uh, probably the back end of the Alex Smith era uh, and then into Colin Kaepernick. Um, why I became chose uh, 49ers? Um, to be honest, I had to pick a team where, when I started getting into it. And I, I ended up with a toss-up between the Redskins and the 49ers. And uh, it'd be fair to say I picked the right way, I think. Um, mm. Although... <laughs> Definitely. Although um, although since that run to the Super Bowl, we uh, haven't had a great deal of success, to be fair to say. I thought it was a bad omen for a while, um, until last season. Uh, so I'm, uh, hopefully we'll be uh, taking a, another trip to the Super Bowl at the end of the year, with a bit of luck. Yeah, I, I think plenty of fans are feeling a little bit superstitious at the moment, thinking they were the bad uh, luck uh, to the team after 2012, or well, after 2012, after 2014, when we went through those lean years. Uh, but luckily enough, it's... It's changed around now. The franchise, the organisation is looking quite strong. They've made some good hires as far as coaching staff and GM is concerned. And our roster is looking absolutely excellent at the moment. So, Sunday night, we're going up against the the winless Eagles. Now, this is quite a surprise to me. Because when you look at their roster, both defence and offence, they've got some pretty decent players. And to start the season 0-2-1... It is quite surprising. I watched the the opening game against the Washington Redskins. Sorry, the Washington <laughs> Washington football team. team. <laughs> and they were absolutely dreadful. Carson Wentz, dear me, he, he was sacked eight times, but at least four of those were all on him. He was just holding the ball too long. His decision-making was poor. He, he was throwing pick after pick. He looked absolute garbage. However, as I've said, the roster is quite stacked both sides. They just don't seem to be bringing it together as a team. How do you think Sunday is going to go, Naji? Well, um, it, yeah, it's hard to say. On paper, and I think in everybody's mind, there's still the uh, Super Bowl champion that took down the Patriots not that long ago when, when we think about it. Um, you know, so it, it's going to be hard to say. But if we look at Last year and this year, they've not been a good football team. So I'm I'm gonna lead up this podcast by saying I feel pretty confident we're gonna we're gonna win this game and it'll reflect in my prediction later, I, I think. Um I think in terms of us having bad luck this year, um something the same could be said for for their roster. They basically scraping the barrel to find wide receiver. Uh their offensive line is in disarray. Um some of their big names like Fletcher Cox is not practicing at the moment. So um, I think I think they're kind of in the same boat as as we are, except that we're playing well and they're not. Um, 
as like you, I watch the uh, I watch a little bit of the Washington Redskins game. Uh, oh God, the football team game. <laughs> it's gonna take some time. I'm sure I'll say the the Oakland Raiders and all that as well <laughs> instead yeah. of the actual name. Um, I watch a bit of that game, but I watch I watch them play against the Bengals because um, I always enjoy watching you know number one overall, and I wanted to, to watch Joe Burrow a little bit. Um, what really fascinated me during that game is, especially during the uh, the overtime, is the unwillingness to win. They just played for the draw in the last two minutes. It was ridiculous. They just looked like they knew they couldn't win, and instead of going for it. They play not to lose, which to me is absolutely uh, crazy. I just, I, I was baffled. Anyway, the, as you said, I think they still got some very, very good player. I think Carson Wentz can get hot, can pop off. So it's something we're going to have to look at. I think Zach Hurts is a very good player. He used to be probably one of the best tight ends in the league until, you know, Kelsey and and Kittle took over, I think. Uh, but he's still up there. Uh, they've got a new guy, uh, Dallas Goddard, which, which is a, a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good tight end as well. So their two tight end set is, is quite scary. Uh, Miles Sanders was, you know, Saquon Barkley's understand, understudy at Penn State. And he's, uh, he's a very decent running back as well. Um, if he plays, um, he's, been, he's been banged up as well. So, yeah, they've got, they've got a lot of big names. Um, but I'm pretty confident. I don't know what you think, Gareth, but uh, I, th- I think we've got this in a bag, even if uh, Jimmy doesn't play this week. Yeah, I think you've covered a lot of things I was I was going to talk about there, really. Uh, the, it's funny, the, the Eagles seem a, a shell of themselves. A couple of years ago, people were talking about their their Super Bowl win as the, you know, the beginning of a dynasty with, with Wentz at the helm. Uh, and yeah, some of the highlights I've seen, they... They look like a, a winless team so far. No O-line, no no wide receivers. Uh, Wentz was running for his life uh, against the Bengals, which, you know, haven't got a terrifying pass rush by any means. Uh, and I think he's thrown uh, six interceptions so far all, already. I don't think it's all on him. But, yeah, I think other than the, uh, the pass rush, I don't think the Eagles are, have got much to offer. Uh, hopefully I'm not going to be a curse on this, but I'm, I'm feeling very confident that we should be able to put the Eagles away. And that's that's even potentially if we don't bring certainly Jimmy back and, and we don't bring Kittle back. Uh, maybe it's dangerous being this this confident, but I, I can't see them really offering indeed much more than either the Jets or the Giants did. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Connor, for your, for your first comments? Um, I think it's a strange matchup, in all honesty. I think the uh, the TV guys, when they uh, made this Sunday night football, they thought it was going to be a lot of a, a much sexier matchup than it actually is. Uh, obviously, not looking like there's going to be any Jimmy G, uh, Bosa, uh, possibly Kittle as well. So um, obviously that that hinders the Niners. But I, I took a I look at a few stats before this, and I mean they've been allowing 108.2 passer rating. I get that, um, obviously, if Sanders plays, that does change a few things for the Eagles. But in all honesty, I, I can't see how they come out of this game with a win. The only concern I can see for the Niners is our O-line against their D-line. Um, I mean, last week, uh, the Eagles forced eight sacks. They hit Joe Burrow 18 times. Um, and that's that's an incredible number for me. And um, obviously, our, our O-line's probably been a little bit shaky of, of all the areas I think that's the one position that um, 
we probably need to take a look at. I think McGlinchey's had a pretty pretty average season so far. I think he needs to step up a little bit. But um, I think if our O-line can hold out, um, I don't really see any issues for us in this one. I don't know what uh, you think, guys. I, I agree with you about the defensive line, um, the Eagles' defensive line. When watching them against Washington, they were just so quick. It was unbelievable. Um, it was very impressive to watch. They kept on pressuring the quarterback. Um, I, I don't think they actually got as many sacks as um, they should have gotten. But I, I was just really impressed with how quick they got off the line. As soon as the ball had been snapped, that's it. There, there was two rushes going around the edge to get at the quarterback. So I was very impressed with that. And when you look at the, the players they've got, the four players they've got there are all fantastic players. Now, I'll probably get the surname wrong here. This is how I would spell sweat. So I'm going to say Josh Sweat. I think it's pronounced it sweet, but to me it's sweat. So Josh Sweat, Malik Jackson, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. Four fantastic players there. And then just outside of them, you've got Darius Slayer as one of the DBs, one of the cornerbacks. And um, playing safety, you've got Rodney McLeod, who, who was another really good player. Um, so I think the battle for the line of scrimmage is definitely going to be where the game's won and lost. And I think we need to be better than what we have been. We've got um, we've got Williams on the left uh, side, who's been absolutely outstanding. So we know he's not the problem. Completely agree with Connor. I think McGlinchey needs to step up and start improving some of his players. Um, he hasn't been great this season. And we, we are leaking a lot of pressures over on the right-hand side. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that, I think that's where the key matchup is, uh, the biggest worry as, as well. But let's not forget uh, Ben Garland has only played one game. He's just back. And um, if people aren't aware, the centre is the captain of this defensive uh, offensive line. He's the one calling the shots and telling what everybody to do and slide and pick up double teams and... Etc. Etc. I think having him back for a second game, 45th, is going to help us tremendously. Um, it looks like uh, Fletcher Cox is not practicing. It hasn't today. Uh, yesterday, sorry. Yeah, I think that's because of illness, not because of injury. It says abdominal injury on the on the official report. So, well, I mean, whether he's in there or not, I think you're right. They've got a their defense is pretty stacked. Um, right. They've got Janet Mills as well as. Uh, who they moved a strong safety. I think it was a very good corner and probably a good safety now. Um, yeah, I think I think this is where this is where we're gonna w- w- do the matchup is. But it looks like uh, the the main man is back. I think George Gill is gonna play, and I think that's gonna make a whole world of difference. Um, especially with looks like Jordan Reed is well, he is on IR, so he's gonna miss for six to eight weeks. What a shame, because um, that would have been awesome to have these two on a, on, a, on the field at the same time. But I think having Kittle back is going to negate quite a lot of that pressure because somebody's going to have to account for Josh Kittle. Otherwise, it's too easy for us if you don't and keep him think, in check. Yeah. I just think as well, um, just in addition to that, really, Ross Dwelly, I mean, he can play. Um, I, I know um, Jordan Reed is, is probably a slightly better tight end, but um, if we can get George Kittle back, and Ross Dwelly can step up again like he did last week. Um, that would be a massive bonus for me. Um, I think as well, on the, um, in terms of the other side of the ball, the Niners have only allowed four red zone opportunities this season, which, which seems incredible. It's the best in the NFL. Uh, three against the Cardinals and one against the Jets. So um, barring turnovers, um, 
they really should get the job done here, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. It looks like default's going to be on IR. Um, clock. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, Greenlaw is not going to play either. I don't know what he's dealing with, but it's pretty bad. But yeah, no, we played well. The, I think where the um, the uncertainty comes from is that we played the Jets and the Giants. So we're not actually sure how good we are because those two teams are really pretty poor. Um, and I think it's going to be a good test for our defense. What do you think, Gareth? Yeah, totally. I think it's uh, I think it's one where where Shanahan should be able to have some fun. As you said, the 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 Eagles have got some talent on the on the defensive side, particularly on the defensive line. But I'm I'm looking forward to very much assuming it's Nick Mullins uh, who's playing. Now that we've got all these weapons, people like Taylor and, and Ayuk who are showing that they can get that separation very quickly in that critical kind of seven to ten yards area. Uh, Mullins has shown before he's he's pretty quick and fearless at those decisions. Um, certainly, I, I remember one thing about Mullins when he first came into the team in 2018 was a, a, a weakness of his was picking up the blitz. He really struggled in about his his sort of second, third, and fourth games, and then he cleaned it up. He he, he identified whatever he was doing wrong, and he eliminated it very quickly. Uh, and I was hugely impressed with, I think, the, the advancements he's made just by by seeing him against the Giants. Uh, and I, I'm confident that between him and Shanahan, they can have a, a bit of a field day and neutralise any real threat that the Eagles have got. And I, I'm looking forward to us holding the ball for a long period of time uh, and picking the Eagles apart for much of the game. So <laughs> so, so I'm glad you finished uh, the part about Mullins and the Blitz with the fact that he has actually improved. Mm. I, I read, uh, I think it was this morning or maybe yesterday, that over their last five games, over quarterback's last five games, and bearing in mind, um, obviously, Nick, last five starts, bearing in mind Nick Mullins' last five starts goes all the way back into 2018 as well. Nick Mullins has the highest rate against the Blitz of any quarterback, active quarterback today. So that was impressive. I'm 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 not surprised. Uh, our O line has seemed to be a little bit leaky, but uh, he he just stared that pressure down and and got those little little passes away, particularly those sort of little jump passes where he's got a defensive lineman in his face and he just kind of just lobs the ball up and over their reach uh, and down into that kind of sweet seven eight yard uh, pass. Uh, yeah, hugely impressed, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him again on uh, on Monday morning, not Sunday night. I think Joe McKinnon as well um, mm. has, had a, has had a big effect in that in terms of uh, his ability um, on third down and plays like that. And Jeff Wilson as well. Um, for me, I would um, have McKinnon out there, not so much on the run. I'd have him, I'd him out there for them third down plays. That's where he really is at his best. And I think we, we run him a lot. We use him a lot last week. And I don't think there's a reason why we, we don't use Wilson. We don't use Hasty. Um, and try and maybe use McKinnon a little bit more on, on the passing downs because at the end of the day he's he's a guy that's coming off a lot of injuries. And I think he really is someone until until most of it's fully back, uh, fit. I'm not sure if he's uh, if they've decided yet if he's going to play um, this weekend. But I think McKinnon's a guy we really can't afford to go back on IR. Um, so I'd be mm. keeping him healthy as much as we can. If we can get him in them then passing situations, that's when I think Mullins and McKinnon can can really connect. So sticking with the same theme of the offensive line, and I'm going to make the assumption that Mullins is going to start on Sunday night. So sticking with that, Mullins is going to start a quarterback. 
The defensive line of the Eagles, who will that be a bigger test for? Will it be a bigger test for our offensive line or will it be a bigger test of Nick Mullins? Oh, I think it's going to be it's going to be Nick Mullins, I think. I think we touched on it when we talked about the all-important controversy. I think Nick Mullins hasn't played against great defenses yet and and this one might be um, at least a good one. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he rises up to the challenge. Right, so we we've suffered a lot of injuries um as do a lot of teams at the moment because of the lack of pre-season. We've got McKinnon, we've got Jeff Wilson, um, Jermichael Hasty is still with the, the full-time squad. I think that's uh, the only three running backs we have on the active roster at the moment. I know we picked up a guy, but he went straight into the practice squad. Do we think we're going to see a lot more of Jermichael Hasty after uh, the two or three snaps he took on Sunday night? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think uh, Sunday was to get his feet wet, um, to get him there and get him understand the speed of the game. Um, and he, he, the six snap he had, he, I think he did pretty well. He had a carry and, and a catch. So that's that's a pretty decent, you know, first, his first snap was a, a slant and a catch. I think we talked about it. Um, pretty tough throw to throw and catch to make on, on your first ever snap, getting nailed by a linebacker and a safety. Um, so, yeah, I hope so. I think I'm not going to say... Uh, he played. He played amazing, and he needs to be in there, you know, fifty percent of the time. But it's good to see that the competition and the the running back committee that we have, and we had a camp, is clearly kind of even. Apart from, I think we talked about it, Common being slightly lower on the scale. I think you know, most are McKinnon, Jeff Wilson are pretty much equal to me, or or there or thereabouts. They do things differently. I think. But yeah, I hope he'll play. I think I still think it's it's Jets show, um, and I don't think that's a uh, as you say, Connor, uh, trying to save him and give him on third down. Unfortunately, we can't do that just purely because we don't have anybody else. Um, and I'd rather have Jet in there than than Wilson uh, on first and second down. I think is is a much um, much more between the tackle kind of guy. I think Wilson is more of a speedster and uh, around the edges. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a heavy dose of all those guys. We talk about the D-line. There's one thing you can do to get rid of a good D-line is get rid of the ball fast on the outside or <clears throat> and set up screens and make, an, make them double guess what's going on, which I think Kyle is a master at, um, especially with Kittle and, you know, Dwelly. Uh, in a game blocking for those guys. So, yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm I'm very confident. So I think we'll see a lot of AST in the second half when when we're a few points ahead. So yeah, moving- the, I was just going to say there, the, the run game has been something that's been a bit, you know, disappointing in some respects. We've had obviously a couple of massive runs from Moster, but it was it was reasonably ineffective uh, against uh, against the Giants. I think it's because people are solely, their sole goal is to stop us running. Uh, mm. they, they've, they've watched the Viking games in the Packers game and they saw exactly what a good run game those two teams. So I think that's purely because they're challenging us to, they're stopping us running and challenging us to go through the air. So do you think, are you expecting to see more of the same of that on Sunday from the, from the Eagles? Absolutely, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've got to agree. Looking at the speed of the defensive line, 
I think short, quick passes is the way to go mm. against the Eagles. And that's exactly what Washington did in the opening game of the season. And it worked incredibly well. Yeah. Well, we've got the perfect personnel for that. I think, you know, Jeff, Jeff Wilson uh, impressed me, I think, with his pass catching as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and one thing we did do very well was, you know, Ajax's first touchdown, uh, you know, he, he wasn't touched for what yeah. was it? to 30 yards and he had so many blockers out in front of him he's block, you know the blockers were like well who can i block there's not enough people there there's nothing for me to do and that that's was fantastically schemed and i think that is what can really neutralize the the eagle strength which is that defensive line and pass rush you just go round it and mm-hmm. then once you've gone round that um you know I, I couldn't really name anyone other than darius slay in the in the linebackers or secondary at, at the eagles at the moment so Hopefully, we can have a field day. <laughs> I think you make a good point about Ayuk as well. Um, he's uh, had a few injury struggles as well along the way, but um, he's certainly improving now. And I think um, almost a little bit like Debo last year as well, he, um, he's getting better game by game. And uh, this could be his week, I think, uh, to really explode as a 49er. Yeah, and this, there's still a chance that Debo plays. So having these two guys out... Um, I mean, I don't think it will. I don't know. I did see him run on one of those Instagram stories, and it looks good. So there is a chance he could be out there. Um, having those two guys, I just think we've talked about it. I just think the defense is going to be confused as to what's going to arrive and who who do you who do you cover, who do you stop? It's going to be a jet sweep to one side, or is it going to be a jet sweep to the other, or is it a pass to Kittle, or is it a run to the to Jet, or is it? Or is it a deep ball to Ayuk? What, what is what is what is happening? And I think having having a good defensive line, second guessing what they're doing, and taking a, an extra step to figure out what's happening is is just it just kills them. If they're all about speed and they can't do that, then it's going to be easy for us. So I think we all agree that the game's going to be won or lost with our offense and their defense. However, if we have if we have a look at the opposite direction, the opposite way, the offensive line for the Eagles. They might not be having a great season, but you look at some of the players that's in that defensive line. You've got Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, who are all excellent players. But they just don't seem to be getting it done this year. As I said at the beginning of the show, eight sacks against Washington. Surely our defensive line can take advantage and get some sacks on Sunday. So... I think their line has been banged up. I think Jason Peters is playing guard instead of tackle, um, which I, you know, it doesn't sound like much for the untrained eye, but it's two different, very different position, very different skill set. Um, and I think he's struggling to adjust. He's also not practicing because he's heel. Um, Lane Johnson isn't practicing because of an ankle. So, you know, I think they've been struggling the same way we had on on, on our D line. Um, just people going down and not be able to finding good O line is is difficult. But I think uh, this is one of the days where our D line and Armstead and Kinlow can really really have an impact because if we give time to Carson Wentz, he's going to shred us. He's a good quarterback. He's not Daniel Jones. Um, and he has weapons, uh, you know, Zach Hurts and, and Goddard and Greg Ward can be a good wide receiver, I guess, um, it, it, given a bit of time. He's quite a speedy guy. So it, it's 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 going to be important. And I know we talked about this side of the ball, uh, us, on, us on offense, but 
if we don't stop them, I think it's going to be a difficult game. Um, I have all the faith in the world that we will. I think we're good enough. I think our secondary is maybe looking actually better since we uh, since we've lost uh, Witherspoon and uh, Witherspoon is back, so I think he, he might play. But um, without Sherman and, and Witherspoon, we look like we're, we're a bit more speedy. And Verrett had a really good game on Sunday. It looks like he's going to play again. Um, hopefully he can put a good performance and, and we can stop them. Um, but I'm looking forward to to watch Fred Warner uh, match up with Zach Hertz. That's going to be an, an awesome matchup. I don't know what you, what do you think, Connor? Yeah, it should be. Um, Fred Warner's probably been one of our best defensive players now for a, for a couple of years, and he he's certainly um, improving. He, I mean, he's, he's one of the captains now. He's, he really is a, a big hitter in terms of our defense. Um, personally, I think uh, Kinlaw. This this could be his week as well. I think if he's if he's going to make a, a breakout game as such uh, and really stand out, uh, I think this could be the one. Um, Wentz has looked shaky um, as mentioned already, but he's got to turn it on eventually. Surely um, he's too good a quarterback, I think, um, to continue playing this poorly. I know his uh, his offensive line hasn't helped him, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they do if they do click a little bit. But um, and it's down to the likes of Armstead, Kinlaw, Jones, and Hyder. To, re- to really get into his face and and yeah, just just turn it into a dogfight, really. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to to that matchup. I'm hoping we can keep our our offense on the field for long periods of time. I'm hoping we can keep our our defensive line fresh and keep that pressure on uh, and force Wentz into those kind of third and long positions, have him running for his life, where that you know that's a recipe for an interception. Uh, I think we've we've got the players who can who can do that, uh, and I'd I'd like to see yeah a few more turnovers perhaps. Um, but then again, I'm just I'm just being greedy. I want to see a win. I don't know about that. So that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Is this the type of game we would expect to see more turnovers, given how Wentz has played over the last three games? Well, let's hope so. I think I think we've talked about we've talked about it a couple of weeks ago. The fact that um, it is time for our offense to to pick up the the slack, but unfortunately, with the amount of piece we're missing, I think we're just going to have to rely on our defense a little bit longer. Um, we've had a few turnovers that you know have, have changed the game, and I think we had a few in in week one, and they just didn't. They, didn't land our way, you know. I think Quan Alexander forced two or three fumbles, which uh, the Cardinals recovered. So we could be at plus twelve or fifteen at this point if those uh, had been had been going our way. But we had two, was it two or three against the Giants, and then one or two against against the Jets. Um, I, th- I think I think key key turnovers is going to be important. Stopping them, getting off the field on third down. Uh, or, or you know, making sure they we, we get good field position. Uh, it always helps, right? I mean, you know, uh, you will you take a, a pick six at any point. It changes the game so much, um, especially after just before a half or something like that. You know, when when they're driving down and they they're gonna get the ball again or something. So, yeah, I think turnovers are so important. Not having any is not good, but. Um, I think our defense is good enough to put enough pressure on and create some for sure. Okay, so before we get into the predictions, I don't suppose anybody's checked out what the air quality is like in Santa Clara. 
I haven't yet. Uh, that's a very good point. I could I could check. I could check. Yeah, that's something I'd completely forgetting about until I was just thinking. Obviously, this is our first game back at uh, Santa Clara in three games, or in two games, and we were so looking forward to getting out of Santa Clara where it was all smoky, <laughs> and we ended up yeah. in MetLife Field, which was terrible. So it's still quite high. It's at 113 at the moment, apparently. Um, 113. 113. So they typically cancel games when it reaches 200. Yeah. Um, um, so it's in orange, which is about in the middle. It's not an healthy, but it's an healthy if you got asthma. Um, that's, yeah, that's so I think, it, against, that's what I, I think against the Cardinals, it was over at uh, 146. Yeah, it was. Um, if anything, I think it, it, it'll disadvantage the Eagles. Um, they have to travel all the way west, which is never easy. Uh, jet lag, uh, you have to readjust. If, if, if it's hard for them to get right physically uh, because of the lack of, of good air and good oxygen, then I think it's going to... We've been practicing in it for the whole week, right? We've, we've been back in San Francisco since... Um, since Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, um, been practicing yesterday and go three more practices. So I think if anything, the air quality is probably going to be bad for them more than for us. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so on to predictions. The Niners are seven point favourites. The over-under is 46. Connor, okay. do you want to have first stab at a prediction? I will go Niners 31, Eagles 13, I'm saying, which will uh, will cover the handicap. Um, yeah, I just think we'll probably be too strong on both sides of the ball, really. Um, I think uh, one of the little points to note as well is obviously on special teams, uh, Nelson's now out the door after a, a yeah. pretty pretty horrible game, uh, be fair to say. Table Peppers came in as the long snapper. That's something we'll need to get right. Um, as I say, extra points, field goals, they all count. And if it is a tight game, which um, I think we're all hoping it won't be and, and it shouldn't be, then, then that could, could, could prove crucial. But um, yeah, I think Nick Mullins and the guys will prove too strong for them. 31-13. Good stuff. Like it. Mm. Gareth? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to stick my neck out a bit further here. With, and, I, and I think we're, we're going to win easily. Uh, 37-17. Oh wow! I was actually going to go for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's interesting. What's the official number this week? Is it? <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, so both years have gone for thirty-seven. What was it? Thirty-seven, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, I was going to give them seventeen. I wasn't sure about us. Um, I was teetering between thirty-five, thirty, thirty-eight, thirty-seven, something like that. So I'll just go with with Gareth, and then if we if we get it right, it will be both happy. Yeah, we- we, Nad- we can look together. Naji, had you gone for thirty-five seventeen, I'd have been checking my machine for spyware. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to. I was, I was actually thinking. Uh, we, we've scored thirty plus points in in two games now. Um, I, I do believe we've got five touchdowns in us, um, especially when the game. I think, I think, as Connor said, I think we're too strong on both sides of the ball. I think we, it's going to look a little bit like. Like the game against the Giant, I think the NFC East is pretty terrible right now. Uh, has been for a while. Let's let's not forget the, the Eagles were an eight and eight team last year, or nine and seven. Was it eight and eight when that was an um, they managed to squeak in a playoff somehow, um, but they, they weren't a good team. Um, so I I just think I think we got this. I think it's going to look a lot like 
play the Giants in the Jets game. I think it's going to be tight at first, and then um, and then we they're going to get, start getting tired. We're going to start getting better and and get things rolling, and then we will be unstoppable. Um, I, I don't also exclude the possibility of Carson Wentz throwing a pick six on on his first throw and then the game being over just there and then. I think Levi has a has been kind to us recently, so it's not impossible. So I completely agree with you. And the reason I've checked my machine for spyware is because I was going to go for, well, I am going for 49ers 34, Eagles 16. <laughs> so we would have been one point off both sides oh scores had you went for 35-17. And that's why I found it very interesting. So it's, it's good that we all are aligned yet again and we all think it's going to be a, a, a reasonably comfortable victory. Um, I've got to say, I do... I do agree with Connor as well, though. Is this the game where Wentz is actually going to step up and start playing like we all know he can play? Because he is a good quarterback. He's just had a really crappy start to the season. And there's always that nagging fear in the back of your mind thinking, I bet you it's against us when he steps up. But my prediction, 34-16. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it'll be a time where Carson Wentz has a good game. But... That's exactly what I'm giving him. I'm giving him two touchdowns, which is better than what he's been doing. Um, I just think our defense is is too good and too sound um, to be, you know, to 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 not be able to stop him. Even if Carson Wentz plays as an MVP level like he did such a long time ago after two injuries, um, I think they're still able to stop him. Um, you know. Yeah, they've scored 23, 19, and 17 points. But I, I, I think that's the ceiling. You know, three touchdown maximum. And that was against the Bengals, 23 points. Um, so, yeah, I think 17 is is pretty good. I think Connor, I'd, I'd love for us to stop them and uh, only allow them to have 13 points because that would make us the best defense in the league by the end of week four. And I think... I think we have to win, right? We we haven't talked about it, but I'm going to keep bringing this. But the NFC West is the best division in the league, and we just can't drop games like this. Yeah. Uh, there are no in free team. Um, the the Cardinals are playing the Panthers, which um, I think they'll win. I, I don't think the Panthers are very good. The Rams are playing the Giants. I think uh, no, the Seahawks are playing the Giants. Mm. No, the, the Seahawks are playing the Dolphins, which I think they'll win. Um, and the Rams are playing the Giants, which I think they'll win. So we, we just can't drop games. Otherwise, it's just going to be impossible to uh, to qualify for the playoffs. And this one needs to be put in a bag in, in, in a good fashion. Yeah, I think you make a good point there as well. I mean, outside of divisional matchups, uh, the NFC West only lost one game, um, mm-hmm. which says, says it all, really. Um, I know it's only early days, but... Um, there could be a few more wins as well this weekend, it looks like, looking at the fixtures. So I think the Niners, if I'm honest, the Niners probably need to get to 5-1 and one and then and then work from there. I know that's looking a bit far down the line, but I think that's what we need to aim for in this early run because then weeks 9 through 13, they look tough. I think we need to get the job done the next three weeks and then hopefully we'll have a healthier roster and we can go from there. Yeah, agreed. Right, thanks, fellas. Uh, that's a wrap. I'm not going to lie... I absolutely hate early morning games. <laughs> so I wouldn't expect to be active in the game day thread as I think I'll be concentrating on keeping my eyes open. Um, but I'm still looking forward to it as I do all the time. So thank you for joining me on the show tonight, guys. Thank you. Thanks, no problem. Problem. All good. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. We'll be back on Monday with the review show. 
If you haven't already done so, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until Monday, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep Clark Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick Where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget